Hey, how you guys doing? This is producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to What We Missed in Wrestling. We are closing out 1990, y'all, with two WCW pay-per-views back-to-back because maybe the two of them together would be worthy of one, but maybe not. On the line, it's Brother Beavis. What's happening, man? Hey, what's up? Yeah, this is not not the best time for WCW, no. but it's going to get worse. Yeah, it's going to get worse. Only going to get worse, man. Like when we reviewed the end of the last WWF pay per view, we're like, all right, well, what's next? You know, we review the matches on the next one. It's like, mm, oof, <laughs> mm, damn, oof, and then you know, oh, that was a good match there. And it's like, man, that's a lot of bad matches. All right, what's the next pay-per-view they have? Because WWE <laughs> is off until 91. All right, so what do they got? Oh, Starcade, the granddaddy of them all? Word? Oh, this probably got to be something good. Ooh. Mm. Oh, damn. Mm. So we kind of combine these two together to get us to 1991. And our next WWF pay-per-view, which we'll talk about at the end of the show. But these were two rough watches, Brother Beavis. Yeah, I think it's uh, appropriate to take all the medicine at once. Uh, <laughs> and I was, you know, the Halloween Havoc as presented by the cock, mm. you know, is is better potentially than the actual lineup for anybody who had to watch it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Because they didn't cut any meat uh, <clears throat> as far as I could tell. Yeah, and, and we'll get to that here momentarily. If we, Well, we, we can make it a part of the Wikipedia facts. So... The first time I turned it on to watch it on Peacock, I hadn't gone to the Wikipedia facts. We had just talked about the Wikipedia facts, like, oh, this matches, you know, these are the matches on the card and we're, you know, mortified. But when you go to watch it on Peacock, there's only like four matches on there of all the matches <laughs> that are listed on the card. And I was like, an hour and a half. Damn, what did they do? And so the Wikipedia story is, is that there was a, a fire on the tapes air quotations if you're watching on youtube and some of those matches just don't exist anymore for you to be able to watch thank god because what was eliminated was some absolute dreck i i i i can't say for sure but maybe the junkyard dog and uh brad armstrong set that fire (laughs) because they didn't want nobody to see this shit because the matches are terrible well, Junkyard Dog has already appeared on a WCW, so it could have been Moondog Rex. He might yes, have he might have been protecting his his good reputation. Um, you know, there were definitely some peeps, some some reasonably talented people involved in matches, but those were all matches that nobody wanted to see. Um, Man, yeah, and you know, people that may have become something later on, but not right now, because holy dog crap. So and, yeah, and this is not to say that the ones were left were great. <laughs> no, correct. Also true. Yeah, we struggled with the watch along night. And we we did settle on the Steiners versus the Nasty Boys uh, in Halloween Havoc 1990. So if you're prepping ahead, go ahead and get the 41 minutes on the dot on Peacock for what season whatever it says. Season two, episode <laughs> one. Yeah, yeah, awful free Halloween Havoc. So let's get to the Wikipedia facts, y'all. October 27th, 1990, uh, in Chicago, Illinois at the, uh, UIC Pavilion. Uh, the crowd, it says 8,000 in attendance. I wonder how much of it is papered because WCW having a very hard time, uh, selling tickets at this point in time. 
our commentators are Jim Ross, Paulie Dangerously, and Tony Shavanto in the back, dressed up as the that's Phantom of the Opera, right? I think so, yeah. Um, he looks yeah. Ridiculous. And so the first one was in Chicago when the Road Warriors were prominently featured. Yeah. Um, no, no, <laughs> no, yeah, this is ridiculous. They uh, and they're leaning into the Halloween theme very, very uh much. Uh, Jim Ross and uh, Paul Lee are both dressed up as in Halloween costumes. The set design is very man. Again, WCW is super low rent at this point. Like it's really fucking razzle dazzle pizzazz. They got Ross. pumpkins sitting out on the stage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's bad, man. Like I've seen better high school productions at this point. Uh, it's bad, and they're just you know it's bad. So yeah, that that is it. Uh, Tony Schiavone has been back for a while now, right? Like, I think this is one of his first returns or maybe his first return back because that's why he's not on the commentating team. Uh, he's back, uh, back in WCW. Um, so yeah, so my set, my note says the story goes the tapes got destroyed. So only match, some of the pay-per-view is on here. So let's gonna look at the matches that did not make it. Uh, Terry Taylor versus Bill Irwin. Crickets. This and this would have been Terry Taylor off the Red Rooster run. Yes, coming back. Mm-hmm. Not Terry Taylor, recently of Mid South UWF fame. Yeah, uh, against think- Bill Irwin, who we saw in uh, he he had a match with Brian Pillman, I think, yeah. in one of these shows. Mm-hmm. It was was significant in that you could hear him yelling the entire time. Yes, not like calling <laughs> spots, but just like hollering. Yeah. You uh, you ready to fly, flying Brian? Yeah. So in an in an eight thousand eight thousand person crowd, we probably had a revisit of that. Yeah, exactly. Uh Brad Armstrong, R.I.P. versus J W. St- who? Yeah, I uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. D- yeah. J W. Storm didn't make the cut. I didn't even click to see if he was dead. Probably. And I <laughs> and I I think this is we are not yet at. Brad Armstrong is not yet Bad Street, the renegade mask member of the, fan, the Fabulous Freebirds, or whatever Gosh. that would become. You jumping ahead, cuz, cuz I didn't know uh, nothing about that. So that's so, terrible. This is still Spoiler just regular, alert. regular ass. Why, why is why is this why is this jobber so good? Like, <laughs> why is this why is this most talented person on this show like never open his mouth and never uh, win a match? Yeah, so. this is terrible. Uh, another unseen gem, a B-side, y'all, the Master Blasters with Blade, R.I.P., and Steel, who is Kevin Nash, uh, beat the Southern Boys, who we had saw in the previous WCW pay-per-view at a, you know, an absolute barn burner against the Midnight Express, but they lose to these two goofs. Uh, cause Kevin Nash, no matter what you think about him later in life, this version is an absolute goof in terms of wrestling ability. Uh, yeah. but they're big. And, and this was actually, if I'm not mistaken, they had to replace the other Master Blaster because the first, like, Kevin Nash's original partner was Absolute Ass. So oh, God. Yeah. He was Master Blaster Ass, I think. Ass and Steel. <laughs> and they had to get rid of him. Scissor me, Daddy Master Blaster Ass. All right. Um, the other unseen match, Junkyard Dog versus Moondog Rex, R.I.P. Yeah, oh, and so how they they got a, a the fire got a three minute match at the <laughs> end of the at the end of the tape. Come on, like if you're you those we cited three matches in a row. Okay, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, but then there was a three minute knock 
<laughs> that just so happened to have yeah. the junkyard dog and moon dog rex didn't make it man listen that somebody oh. snuck in there very specifically with their delete button uh mm-hmm. yeah nobody <laughs> my note says nobody wanted to see these even the fire <laughs> All right. So, uh, the Spaker storyline of the pay per view, uh, is going to be, this is the end of the Midnight Express as we know it, y'all. Uh, it's the last match of the Midnight Express in WCW. Uh, Bobby Eaton's going to wind up staying. Stan Lane and Jim Cornette are gone off to what Smoky Mountain Wrestling, I believe, first. And, yep. you know, then to wherever he goes after that, Stan. I think does Smoky Mountain for a little bit, but then he pretty much retires and he is off to not be Lauren Burbert's father. And, um, <laughs> whatever you heard. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, it's a big deal and, you know, and we're kind of relating it back to what something that's going on right now. You know, if you are a listener of the Cornet podcast or a collector of Cornet collectibles, you know, they have issued this one time only box set of the, all four members of the Midnight Express with all the proceeds. You know, going to the individual members, you know, most importantly, the Bobby Eaton family who passed away. But I mean, this team's been this this year is the 40th anniversary of the team. So taking that back for what, 33 years here. I mean, the team had been together for a while still. And this is it. It's pretty shocking, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't do the numbers, but you know how we always think about all these things for years and years at a time. Like, I don't know how the the Dennis era stacks up to Stan in terms of longevity. I know they obviously started, um, like you know, 83, 84, 84, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and so they had at least a solid five years there. But as that is, that Dennis was at five years and then Stan is what, two or three? Yeah. Well, Stan comes in in what, like 87 or 88? So right. yeah. And then he's gone by 90. Wow. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. So yeah, it's a much longer team with Dennis by far, but probably more memorable with Stan. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. I didn't think about that, but yeah, I mean, that's, this is a pretty big moment, you know, that the Midnight Express had been such a huge part of WCW. Again, we've kind of hinted around it. If you listen to Cornette's podcast, you know, all these issues with Jim Hurd not being a fan of this team. Never wanted to sign them back on the contract that they got, you know, and then, you know, both of them being childless people, you know, encouraged Bobby to stay because he had a wife and he had kids and, you know, he had to do what he had to do. And so we'll come up to that when we get to Starcade with Bobby Eaton here momentarily. But yeah, uh, it's a, a really, really big moment. But on the other side of the ring, like, did we miss the Rock and Roll Express's last match or did, did they have another match in here? Uh, I, yeah, I don't know that they have another one too, as we get to match number one here, but yeah, that might not be either. Uh, the other kind of underlying story of this is that runs as a thread through is the black scorpion. We would like to forget it and we'll put a nail in it when we get to the Starcade pay-per-view, uh, but just not a great, um, storyline ever. It did not get better with age. How about that? No. <laughs> All right. So let's get to it. Y'all match number one, the fire didn't get this one. Uh, Tommy Rich and Ricky Morton, uh, defeat the Midnight Express in 20 minutes and 49 seconds. <sighs> Match is way too long. The yeah. biggest part. Like, I mean, yeah, it's sure. way too long. Uh, the heat on Ricky lasted forever. Yeah. 20, <laughs> 20 minutes and 39 seconds. 
Like I do, Tom. I don't think Tommy Rich ever really got in until the very end. No, I, I yes, but correct. The story and, is Robert got hurt by the Freebirds, right? Yeah. Who were in a completely separate match. So mm-hmm. Tommy Rich is transitioning to tag team scene, and they sell how his teamwork sucks and how yes. you know they the Midnight Express are able to keep baiting him in. But yes, this match was like. Just Ricky selling for twenty solid minutes. Yeah, and Ricky's transition to uh Richard Morton with his haircut was one mm-hmm. of my other notes here. I'm like, oh yeah, well this is in well probably not in the works yet, but probably. Uh yeah, it's just a bad match and twenty minutes of a bad match too. You know, you get all the good Midnight Express stuff, but it's their match out of here and they're gone. Um and yeah, that sucks. Even again, you're not gonna win on your way out. That's typically the way that it goes. You do business on the way out the door, but uh yeah, just not great. <laughs> yeah, I was I was kind of surprised that Tommy and, and Ricky went over, but I guess in, in in given that context that they were this is their essentially last mass. Yeah, it does yeah. make sense. But like uh, this was the so they already had two dark matches. We we rattled off the next three. So this yeah. was like jerking the curtain for people who were going to be looking at the at the watch twenty minutes after the match from three other shitty matches. Yeah. They had to sit <laughs> I have a good product placement. I had a note in here that says uh, Stan Lane did a buckshot lariat. Oh, mm. uh, it's just kind of cool. Notice that. Yeah, he did a buckshot lariat, typical heel versus babyface match. Heat on Ricky, uh, for the longest time ever. Uh, Tommy Rich is kind of still out of shape and useless. I think, as my note says, um, yeah, it's it's just a bad match, y'all. It really is. You know, you have four pieces that don't work together. You know, two that work very well, the other two just not. But don't wait. There's more. And they're going to be together for a little bit if you are a big fan of the Tommy Rich, uh, Ricky Morton tag team combination. Uh, yeah, just not great. A- anything else for this one? Was it some screwy roll up for the win? Is that? Yes, that- it was some screwy roll up for the win. Yeah. And that's, that's it. it. Yeah. 20 minutes and 49 seconds. <laughs> not great. All right. Uh, match no, oh, wait, the, go to the back there. We get a Sting promo, not his best. And again, Cornette keeps bringing this up too about Sting not being a good promo. Um, he's not wrong. <laughs> he's I think wrong. more than anything, there was just never really any substance to him. I mean, he could Come fire on. up, but yeah. they just never really had anything to say. Uh, and then we get the Black Scorpion does some fucking terrible Copperfield. Magic. Was this the one where he pulled the person out of the stage? Yes, the not the awful. not the freaking planted girl at all that Ugh. he made disappear and go. All, uh, the most, worst part is that they have to stand like this is where Sting had to stand there and watch and wave yes. his arms, yeah. with his fringe jacket, and it's, yeah. it's also so. most definitely Oli's voice. Like who the hell could yeah. figure that out? Yeah. Like I mean, <laughs> and Paul E selling the Black Scorpion is <laughs> god awful. Because he's just like, you know, I just yeah. can't even. Yeah, like, it's bad. Yeah, it, yeah, it's not not a great move. And I think I heard this was Oli's pitch. Was this his storyline? I think that's what we heard that Oli was the mastermind behind this. Maybe um, this might have been when Oli had the book or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's awful. It's bad. It gets worse. I, I had heard. I always like. I never like. I couldn't. I knew this whole sequence, but. And I had always heard how bad it. it was. I had no mm-hmm. sense of like just how bad it was. 
Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, it's it's appropriate to put these two pay-per-views together just so we can lump all the black scorpion in the toilet where it belongs and just flush it and never have to deal with it again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. Match number two, y'all. The Renegade... Oof. The Renegade Warriors, uh, Chris and that, Mark that's Youngblood. That's not the worst part. Yeah, well, <laughs> Chris and Mark Youngblood, uh, Chris Youngblood, R.I.P. Uh, Mark Youngblood. Um, I'm print out. Oh, yeah, my note says, and I did look this shit up. Uh, they're they're playing Native Americans, um, uh, because the Youngblood is Mexicans. <laughs> I mean, I know there can be. Some crossover there. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> culturally or whatever. I don't want to step in and shit, but them niggas is Mexican. <laughs> so, uh, whatever. I I refuse to talk about this match. <laughs> it's the it's the free birds. There has not been a pay per view where we have not seen them. Not one where we have not seen the free birds in WCW. They're terrible. And so, rewinding back to the present. I don't know if I was listening to an omnibus or it was a question on one of these Cornet podcasts in the time that it came back since the whatever the Conrad Thompson or whoever that dude is that stole their money. Um, he's talking about when Jimmy Garvin became a free bird, he wanted to be like one of the road warriors. Did you hear that story? No. He was, he's Cornet's like, yo, so they were working with them or against them. And like Jimmy Garvin, we became like a, a free bird. Started to be like a tough guy. And he was like, didn't want to sell nothing, didn't want to do anything. And like they were working a match with them. And he like went off on Cornette about something. He didn't, you know, didn't sell a move or something like that. And Cornette's like, what the, like, who are you? Like, what are you doing? Like, your freaking big hair precious is not my fault. Like, you are not this dude. And it was this big old thing. So yeah. Uh, well, they, when we first, you know, early in this series, they had the War Games match. Yeah. And, you know, Jimmy Garvin was the guy who he started against Bobby. Mm-hmm. You had the, the worked match for five minutes, two wrestlers. And then he was the guy who could go. Michael Hayes was the chicken shit mm-hmm. who was just trying to get in steal on people. And I'm pretty sure that that's, that's the one where Hawk hung Jimmy Garvin by his neck. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then now they're this vaudeville show. Like mm-hmm. I don't. This is ridiculous. And, and it only I'm, gets worse. And I, you probably, are you trying not to bring up their, their third member of the team here? Are you just trying you to mean their valet? No, yes. uh, dude, you know, I got all kinds of shit to say all about right. that. Okay. Yeah. And so now Rocky King has become little Richard Marley. He's become their, like Vincent, essentially. He's their third colored, uh, step and fetch what do you want to even call it like i mean he's just their dude to sit there and support these confederate flag flying mother blankers um no basically and i'd love to hear the story of how this came out or to watch it on saturday night or whatever but no this is just ridiculous why there's not a number of white wrestlers that you could have put in that role seriously no, we need to make little Richard Marley. Like, and why is he Richard Marley? I, because little Richard and Robert Marley. Yeah. So is, yeah. is the two black musicians. That yeah. That's the only knew. two they knew. Yeah. Man, look. 
<clears throat> you already have a racist gimmick going. It was like, <laughs> oh, fuck that. Let's make it more racist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's triple yeah. down on this to make sure that we know that, you know, that we took this job. To, oh, and by the way, hang around for the end, y'all, because it gets worse when we get to freaking Starcade. And yeah, you know, I'll save it for the end. Um, let's see. My notes here say I have a lot of notes. Uh, both of them are out of shape still. Uh, they're still getting cheers as being heels. Uh, Freebirds suck chance, that's for sure. The crowd is dead for the most part. DDT on the ref. That's that. You know, match. Well, you know. the other thing that's going to come about is, so the funny thing is they're selling the DDT. Still, they've yeah. been selling the DDT with, with Michael Hayes mm. uh, for a while as the deadliest maneuver in wrestling, uh, <laughs> which is hilarious because they're basically advertising for Jake Roberts. No, but... There is now also someone on the roster who's using the DDT as a finisher. Yeah. Whose DDT looks a whole uh, hell of a lot better. Yes. Mm, yes. And then Michael Hayes, who sort of loosely grabs somebody, slaps <laughs> him on the back and yeah. falls. Yeah. So, yeah. There's uh, nothing good about this. It's way too high on the card. Somebody yeah. loved them some free birds and they suck. Yeah, I, I, more than anything, if anything has come out of this again, I know Freebirds, Buddy Roberts, uh, Terry Gordy. Yes, that's a thing. They, they, mm, this is this is Riverdale, the yeah. TV show, as opposed to Archie. Yeah. Like this is what that is. It's loosely related events. Yeah, because they the should, name is the only thing that is similar. Because they're nothing. There's nothing Freebird about. Called them like dude. the Fantastic Freebirds or something. Yeah, something like just, to differentiate. Yeah, but. it's just bad. Like I'm sorry. All right, match number three. Air <laughs> quotations. <laughs> it's our walk along, y'all. Oh uh, yeah, there was a Horseman promo in there where Tony Schiavone looks ridiculous in this freaking costume. Like he looks ridiculous. They should never. So fire up your peacock, y'all, and we're going to 41 minutes, Halloween Havoc, season two, <laughs> uh, episode one. Uh, it is the Steiner brothers versus the Nasty Boys, and the Nasty Boys are coming into WCW at this particular time. I said it when we talked about the preview for this. Um, I don't get it with the Nasty Boys. Never did. Although this version, by far the better version than the later versions that we get. Like the, when they come back with Hogan and like WCW in like 94, 95, this is, they're better here. They're not nearly as out of shape and they kind of, you know, they still know how to work at this point. Um, but still overall, not a great team. <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if they, I don't think they make it to Starcade. This is the last of the, this is the last of, the nasty, nasty boys, boys, the first and last of the yeah. nasty boys, I think. Yeah, and I'm not sure what the purpose of this is because I, I would have to assume they go to W or WWF. They they do. I think this okay. was a transition from the AWA to the WCW. Okay. To um, what to the yeah. to the WWF? Well, that's probably where they hooked up with Hogan, and then they ride his train essentially mm-hmm. to NWO days. Um, so all right. So let's go again. We cannot show this to y'all because the WWE F uh, copyright is pretty strict, y'all. So 
Wait, I cannot minimize while I'm recording a meeting. What? Hold on then. All right. So, uh, so if you go to 41 minutes on the dot, we'll do the th- three, two, one countdown and we'll get going here. So on the three and the two and the one, we have the, uh, Steiners walking through the ring. There must have been some version of this feud that was leading up to this point because the match starts in a schmoz at the beginning. Yeah, and who knows? Uh, it was either on a Saturday night show or a Clash of the Champions or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they hit the ring and it's fist and fire. And, and the crowd is hyped for this. They've been very record. quiet for yeah. most of this whole thing, and they are definitely fired up for this part. Yeah, when I when I watched this, I was amazed at how into the crowd of it was. But then I, over time, I figured out they weren't into the match as much. It's, it's just, just the, the Steiners' offense <laughs> is so over. It's ridiculous. Um, and I think Jerry Sags is the dark hair. He's actually in reasonable shape. Yeah. Brian Hobbs was always fat. But. There was one of them that had a very bad health situation not that much long ago. I want to say it was the blonde haired dude. I, I don't think I ever told you all this story. So I was at Fort Lauderdale Comic Con or well, not Supercon, I think is what it's called a few years ago. I don't remember what it was. And like, he was the blonde haired dude was there, but not as a guest, a listed guest. But he just like came in with a table and like set his shit up in an aisle, mm. to, like sign shit. I'm like, um, I don't think that's allowed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just fist and fire all over the place. Oh, this suplex. Scott yeah. Steiner somehow yeah. slips out of the. I, don't know, I guess oh. that was purposeful, but it yeah, seemed like maybe there was something supposed to happen in the interim. Mm. Belly to belly off the top. Yes. Like, yeah, people are hyped for the Steiners as well. They should be. And then they're, they're not long for this world either in WCW, meaning, uh, yeah. they are going to be WWF bound too. And the thing that, oh, it's a sick yeah. elbow. Um, the thing that hit me in this match was like, look at how over they are. The crowd is so into this. Like, is there even room for, rock and roll midnight at this point or right. you know is it is it just that they've been pushed into oblivion or squashed into oblivion to where nobody cares about it? but there was definitely like uh the steiners kind of really were a departure from the classic nwa tag team style right yeah um, the white meat baby face that they were you know at this big but athletic team whereas you mm-hmm. know the road warriors were just these dudes that were huge and you know but they could they couldn't do much, but these guys could do pretty much everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, there was no room for rock and roll at this point. These Steiners suplexes are just amazing all around. <laughs> double on, double on yep. the hook. Yep. And people are so hyped. Yeah. <laughs> Steiners rule. And this, this, that was just a punch, but the Steiner line. Yeah. The Rick Steiner, Steiner lines are so ridiculous. Oh, this move, too. The, the as if this is the bulldog if they get it this is ridiculous yes oh my goodness <laughs> oh hi yes no that's not the finish which is crazy. i know is that dan <laughs> that dan housing in the crowd <laughs> it might be <laughs> oh yeah share mm. lazy yeah. booking no it's not that mm. Yeah, uh, no. 
Yeah, it's it was it was very weird. I was like, that looks like freaking uh uh with the nasty boy. Like walking through. Why does he have a table? I was like, oh, he's about to attack somebody. They're about to do some wrestling. No, he just set <laughs> shit up in an aisle to sell like whatever he was selling. It was really weird. Like, I kind of uh, have to like register for that. Yeah, I think you have to pay for like two hundred dollars for a table, huh? I guess not. Not if Oops. you're nasty enough. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, their their gimmick. I just did. I didn't get it. Like I, nah. I never cared for it at all. And they were pushed to the moon when they shouldn't yeah. have been. Like I know some people like like this crap, but it's, it ain't for me. <sighs> I, I know it was nineteen ninety, but that is one eighties looking crowd out there, y'all. <laughs> I mean, well, the hair. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's barely a there. I know, but like, it's 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 looking pretty. Well, you think about it, it's the wrestling crowd. I mean, there's yeah, some, that's for yes, there's some reversion in age. Yeah, and, you know, in time, there's a little bit of time warp here. That's fair. I mean, people are still rocking mullets. So, yeah. well, yeah, the the people on screen. Are still mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, them too. Yeah, actually, I'm. I don't think about it. Most of the people on the card have mullets. Or if yeah. they had hair, they would have mullets. Uh, I mean, you know, it's just a part of the the thing, I guess. But still, is the extended yeah. sequence of all Steiner tag team matches where yes, Scott, Scott has to assess the cell for a long period of time, mm-hmm. and Rick just keeps coming into the ring without a tag <laughs> to get admonished by the referee, or just will randomly walk in, just and punch people. Yeah. And then just get sent out. Yeah. Oh, we're so nasty. Yeah, I guess that one's actually not as they. I think they were in really not great shape by the time we get to Nitro and whatnot. Oh, that's a pretty yeah. big slam. Yeah. Anybody aligned with Hogan is like, I'm not gonna be down with. So it doesn't matter. And they are definitely Hogan's dudes. Yeah. Oh, that's a great elbow in the back. Oh, that looked like that hurt. Yeah, mm. definitely uh, a lot of snug work here. Yes. And again, you know, if you're one of those people that watches current today's wrestling, I mean, you know this for a fact that, like, this doesn't get to this point. Like, people don't, you know, there's great moves, but they don't get to this point where, you know, where it looks real in those instances like that where they're punching and doing that. And again, it... <laughs> A phrase that I have to learn and teach myself every, I don't know, damn near day anymore, at least in terms of pop culture and whatnot, is, um, you know, this ain't made for me. You know, mm-hmm. you are, you're not the target audience based on age or whatnot. And, you know, and being okay with that. Like, so, you know, if you like the flippy stuff and all of that, that's fine. You know, they're not going to go back to some older version that we're used to. I think that's probably the part that, you know, you don't think they're going to be working in a domino stretch for an extended period. No, the, I don't uh, think so. Yeah. You know, or, yeah. The bear hug is not making a comeback. You know, I just seen a video of Viking, you know, or somebody do that. Some move on somebody on the apron. And I'm like, Oh my God, I good luck at 30. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> whenever you get there, it is not going to be a fun, uh, uh, conversation with you and your chiropractor and your back because it's just not going to work. Mm. We're going to see a lot of Steiners or at least talk. Well, actually, we won't talk that much about Steiners when we get to the other pay per view, but they're on that one too. Yeah. They're all over the next one. Yep. 
And again, they've been on pretty much every pay-per-view we've had, but we've gained a, a greater appreciation. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite Freebird. <laughs> the, re- the reverse Freebird effect. Yeah, the bizarro Freebirds. Because they are really good and probably much better than we remember. Because I remember them from Nitro and they were really good then too. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to be it, good for a long time. Watching them here in this context, they just stand out so much from everybody else, just with the athleticism and power. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, they, and, and they went a long way for really nice belly to belly. They went away a long way for really not having a talker amongst them because yeah. like Rick Steiner gimmick couldn't really talk and Scott. Right never really got a point across to yeah, my recollection. And even, yeah, and even when he allowed him, it really was still a little bit rough. Yeah. Oh! Here comes your move. Yeah. And here comes another <laughs> one. Oh, no! Oh, great sale job here. I keep thinking that's Randy Anderson, but it's not. I don't know who that is. Is that Nick Mark Patrick? Kirk? No, it's not Nick Patrick, I don't think. Oh, Spike Pile Driver. Oh! That looked kind of real, too. I think that was their finish, if I recall. Oh, yeah. They do it's... not have... <laughs> they do not have um, wrestling cards, right? Those nasty boys. I don't think uh, they had some. They had some. They had some uh, not that I remember. Okay, they had some bootleg. They, had yeah, some... Okay. they were in our tournament, right? They had some bootleg cards. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah everybody has some bootleg cards. Yeah, some outlaw show cards. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. Nope. Oh, man. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> this is just like countdown to Frankensteiner is, is what yeah. the, the match is always like. Oh, but it's, I, is, somebody's busted open. Yeah, but it's classic tag team wrestling to, you know, get the heat, distract, beat up the baby face more. And then, you know, you just wait. Everybody's yeah. prime for this hot tag. Like, everybody knows I don't think the Steiners have actually tagged. This has been all. <laughs> oh, no. Another back bear hug. Yeah. Rest hold. Rest hold. Wow. I don't know if we mentioned Paulie and Jim Ross on the commentary. Not yeah. Terrible. No, so Paulie's over the top, like with being the heel commentator, but yeah. I mean, he's not, I've seen worse or heard worse. That's for sure. Oh, I mean, the crowd looks pretty full, you know, on these shots. Uh, and again, you just wonder how many people actually paid. Yeah. You know, like that's the kind of the curious part. But again, as I think I keep pointing out on these things, as you look at the crowds when they do it, uh, some of those shots, you see so many younger kids, which mm-hmm. is something you don't see in wrestling like now. And again, based on, um, oh yeah, he is busted wide open. How'd that happen? Uh, um, just, I think they claimed it was when he got hit by the chair. Mm. They just named her up the ref, Mike Atkins. Oh, okay. Um, like, I, I, you know, I heard that thing on <laughs> Cornette's podcast or whatever, and they were talking about how much the tickets were for wrestling. I was like, yeah, I could, I'm not taking my kid at them prices either. 
Oh no! You see, everybody was ready for this hot tag, but no. This that was kind of like the opposite, uh, the opposite Stone Cold situation. The guy yeah. in the uh, in the Boston Crab is the one with the crimson mask. So. Yes. Ah. The camera ah. clutch. Nice. Sort of. Ha. Yeah. Yeah. The fat guy camel clutch. Mm-mm-mm. Jeez, God, I hate the fucking nasty boys. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, there's nothing like, it's not even the visually not pleasing part. They just, just, I never got it. Well, would you hate them more or less if they weren't associated with Hulk Hogan? Probably a little bit less. Yeah. You know, but again, like I said, by the time they get to that point, they're like really fat and out of shape. And then it's like, why are you putting these fat fucks over? Um, come on, Scott. Look at that. That's, I mean, but again, the psychology is great. I don't care. No matter what you say, the psychology is great. Everybody's wanting to see this tag. They keep holding it off for, you know, longer. And this is like a 15 minute match. This is probably the perfect amount of time for these two teams. Yeah. Mm. I like how, like, Scott Steiner is, is like, it's not like he, like, does a somersault and gets the tag. It's like, no, yeah. he's still popping off suplexes yeah. and he doesn't quite make it to the corner. Like, his comeback is a double underhook into a powerbomb. Right. <laughs> he, he barely had the strength to lift him over his head, spin him three times, and drop mm. him down. Stinger splash. Or not. And a short arm Steiner line. Mm. Did we finally get it? Yeah, I think so. Just oh, like it. oh my god! Fist and fire. Mm. Mm. The dog oh, face gremlin. He, he sold that one a little too god, soon, but he still please. took it. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Belly, belly. He almost missed him there. And so that's why Scott got beat up for like 10 minutes and he's back in fist and fire. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. A little too soon. But you can really tell like people way into it too. Like mm-hmm. this, the, the, is this shit's real to me crowd? Yeah. He just went over this. Scott just went over the, t- over yeah. the post onto the floor. Mm-hmm. Someone security guy just sitting there with his hands on his head and his chin. Like, what the fuck, man? Trying to get home. Oh, here we go. Double bulldog. Oh, double clothesline. Nice. Little Billy Apner over there. Yep. He doesn't have to wear the vest. He chooses to wear the vest. <laughs> yeah, I want to know what the backstory is, why they're here, why they're feuding with the Steiners, whatever. You know, like I said, trying to watch that stuff on 605 Saturday night. That's, that's, um, that's watching one of your favorite cartoons again, man. Don't do it. <laughs> it's hard to watch, man. That's mm. really, really difficult. Oh. They're double teaming. There we go. Nope. Oh. Somebody's finna get clothesline. That's <laughs> all <laughs> I'm saying. No, oh, good grief. They beat him with their finisher? 
Oh, oh, no. yeah. oh yeah. That's finisher. But I mean, oh, all oh, that did not look good. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. Scott's not even the legal man, to my knowledge. No, he was not. Ugh. But they're like, well, it's the Frankensteiner. What am I supposed to do? Nice. And still, United States heavyweight champion, not even a world champ. Mm-mm. I think there's heat after this in the back, but we're not going to watch that. Like, yeah, they birth. beat down Rick, and then there's yeah. another interview. They beat down Scott. Yeah, yeah. there's an old. Yeah, that's fine. All right, we're going to stop because we got more bad matches to get through. All right. I mean, again, I, I mean, that's a really good match, and I hate the Nasty Boys with a passion. So, yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're good. They got uh, sloppy offense and power moves the entire time, and then we got a, a Steiner line approximately every every seventy five seconds to tide us <laughs> over till the big explosion. <laughs> a Steiner line or a suplex approximately every seventy five seconds until yeah. the finish. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of big heavy hitting matches, the next match y'all on the Peacock version of this is Stan Hansen versus Lex Luger for the United States Heavyweight Championship. Isn't it isn't it uh Doom and the Horseman Oh next? wait, did I skip it? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes, it is. I'm sorry. Match four. <laughs> match four. Doom, uh, Flair and Arn Anderson, uh, versus, uh, Doom, uh, for the World Tag Team Championships. Um, hmm. <laughs> Speaking of racism. Speaking of racism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, where to begin? Um, so, yeah. Look. <laughs> Okay, so the the underlying tones of this, besides the racist parts of it, you know, it's just it's built into the angle and it's said without being said. And even though this is in Chicago, um, the crowd is definitely not cheering for Doom here. Now, again, the Horsemen are over. Don't get me wrong, but it feels like a little undercurrent of things that's not necessarily because they're really for the Horsemen. <laughs> just saying and they're um, both heel teams at this point right yeah exactly so we're not re- uh, mm, and it gets worse y'all for the next pay-per-view it's worse uh yeah i mean look there's a there's just there's too much like slapping there's too much uh disrespecting that seems a little bit beyond the normal yeah. for this. And I don't know that I've heard Teddy Long tell a story where he said Flair called him a hard ER. <laughs> He's not a fan. So I don't know if this was the time frame of that particular incident or whatever, but like, yeah, this, this is not great. The match in and of itself, eh, it's okay. You know, yeah. although it's okay. But again, they protect the horsemen here. And since they protected the horsemen, they couldn't let, which I would assume now is kind of the babyface team Doom is. They wouldn't let them go over and win because they weren't planning flair and, you know, Arn's a horseman. And so they weren't going to do it. So it's really just a kind of a big schmoz for a while. And then there's heat on, um, Ron Simmons and then they fight off, which is. Yeah, they try and sell like Ron Simmons is the young, has less experience than the yeah. veteran Butch Reed. And so the horsemen being the tech t- tag team experts, 
yeah. uh, you know, isolate him. It was interesting to see Flair and Arn work as a team. Mm. Uh, you know, Arn is another person like you watch this era and just everything he does is amazing. Yeah. Um, Definitely. But yeah, it was it was sort of a hard watch. Yeah, a lot of booze from the crowd at the ending of it as well. That yeah. it was like this is because it is it's cheap. You're not gonna let beat the horsemen. You can't beat your world champions. So we're just gonna fight off, you know. And that a count out, a double count out is a cheap, cheap, cheap freaking way to go here. But don't wait. There's more on Starcade. We'll come back to it. Match five: Stan Hansen versus Lex Luger. Okay, so I guess we have to ha- have the Stan Hansen talk. He was like it's a mystery to us. He was like more. We saw him more in the magazines than we did in person. When we did see him, the lariat was the shits. Um, not the shits. It was the shit. Like mm-hmm. he would clothesline the shit out of people. Yeah, he looked terrible with the fucking chaw in his mouth, and you know he was kind of unintelligible way he talked or whatever. But we everybody like just not assume but you knew he was like a real tough guy and he could you know whatever like you got the gimmick and he lived it you know surprisingly alive by the way and like oh okay and he was in japan for the most part like everything that we saw for the most part of him it was always in the magazine so he's here for a little short stint so before i looked at the results of this i was like oh this is a dq victory for lex you know just makes all the sense in the world Au contraire, mon frere. <laughs> uh, Stan Hansen winds up winning this match with a lariat, a pretty brutal one, to be fair. Well, uh, <laughs> I think I think Lex was never informed that it's a left-handed clothesline. <laughs> and so they just kind of end up running body to body together. Yeah. And then there was yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. I mean, and again, it's a standard big man match. Again, we say this over and over again. Lex Luger is a very good wrestler. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we were saying or people were saying that he was bad. I, it doesn't make any sense at all. Well, and, it's just because he happened to be on a roster with Ric Flair, Barry yeah. Wyndham, uh, Ricky Steamboat, Arn Anderson. Yeah, that's, I, I, I get that. I really do. But he's over. People yeah. didn't want to see oh, Stan yeah. Hansen win. People wanted to see him get that big mother blanker up in that torture rack. And I kind of got hyped. I was like, he is not going to get that big dude up in a torture rack. And I kind of got hyped for it too. And, yeah. you know, it, I mean, it's a standard clubbering match. You're not going to get no wrestling from Stan Hansen. And Luger, you know, was able to play baby face there to somebody that's, you know, bigger than him in the traditional sense, not necessarily more muscular, obviously. And, you know, it kind of worked out where, you know, he catches that Larry, he gets pinned, and he loses the U.S. championship. Okay, it, don't worry, people. It'll come back here momentarily. But, like, you know, I, I was surprised by this. And, again, yeah. as, a, as a match, it was actually not that bad. I'm assuming it's what most Stan Hansen matches are like. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted I wanted the Lariat to be better, and it clearly yeah. was not. Yeah. You know, it's funny that, you know, they jerk around Luger so much, you know, when he was a face or when he's a baby face, he's way over. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, his matches are like, people are into his matches. I just, yeah. the degree that they jerk him around, then just is more and more mystifying. But yeah. it's, I think it just came down to like, he didn't, he didn't pass whatever test Ric Flair had in mind. And that was yeah. it. That was like, you know. The, we hit the the flip switch like for Vince McMahon, you're never going to get over. And yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, so. he, I mean, his clotheslines in this match were looking good. I mean, he, mm. everything he did looked good in this match. Mm. And that was, you know, he loses. Don't worry, folks. We'll be coming back to it. But, uh, yeah, in a gimmick match, no less. Dan Spivey makes a reappearance as well. Nobody asked for that. And that'll make a reappearance in the next pay-per-view too. But like, like oh, it's Stan Hansen's, uh, protege in Japan. And Spivey got naked pictures of somebody, man. He sucks. He's yeah, as he bad does. as Johnny Ace. And uh at least Johnny Ace got a executive position, but he sucks. And they took yeah, nine thirty, new US champion Stan Laird Hansen. All right, y'all, our main event. It's the Stinger versus Sid Vicious. Uh there was a Missy Hyatt sighting in between before this match, <laughs> like rather asking, Who do you think's gonna win? She picked Sid Vicious. Paul yeah. E picked Sid Vicious. Uh only Jim Ross the Babyface announcer did um something that has become abundantly clear. Sid sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if Luger is good, Sid sucks. The, the issue is is that nobody else knows Sid sucks because they're just cheering this sorry mother blanker all over the place. Sid yeah, sucks. He's he is like, I don't know. It just the look and it's just he is awful. Like his. Yeah. His number one move is to like get on one knee and yeah, exalt the myself. Yeah, yes, acknowledge yeah. me. He's yes, awful. This awful. match was terrible. Yes, the ending was hat on a hat on yeah. a hat <laughs> on a hat. It was this whole thing was it's just awful. Yeah, Sting versus dudes that are much bigger than him is never a good idea. No, it no. just never is because Sting is a big dude. So finding somebody bigger than him makes it. It's even awkward, especially if they can't rest. Like it, Sid is terrible. Yeah, him and his chicken legs, man. And they're gonna give out <laughs> on him in three or four years here. Like Speaking it's of bad. chicken legs. I just recently saw like Brock Lesnar has chicken. legs. Oh yeah, too. he got chicken legs too. Yeah, <laughs> for I sure. saw a picture. I was like, wait, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got bad chicken legs. His yeah. thighs are like huge, and then they're on sticks. He's like yeah. standing on like the yeah. skewers for his. <laughs> Uh, so what did I see? Oh, what about my notes? Sid sucks. He's chicken legs. Uh, he has stall on his wrestling card on six, eight, and ten. Like, roll out <laughs> of the ring, stall, man. I was like, this match was fourteen minutes long. He had to stall for five of it, yeah, because like, it was just nothing. And then you know, and Sting bounces around for this freaking weirdo unnecessarily. Like he gives him everything essentially. You know, before he makes a comeback, they fight off, and then we get imposter Sting that comes in the ring, and he, you know, tries to lift up Sid Vicious. He gets pinned, you know, and one, two, three, you know, and it turns out, again, we're spoiling something 30-some-odd years old. It's Barry Wyndham, y'all. Oh, my God, who cut his hair, and he had on Sting's tights. I wonder how that worked out. How did he know Sting was going to wear his pink tights for this event? Or did he just have a bunch of them in the back? Like, he's in the pink ones, Barry. I, I don't know. Are. Yeah, okay. I, I had no idea that fake sting was an angle that went back like <laughs> 10 years here, 15 Prior. years before the NWO did it to him. I was like, shit, they were doing fake sting. Like <laughs> he didn't have the belt a year before they rolled out fake sting. The lengths that they, it's the lengths that they go in these collective two, uh, pay-per-views to yeah. try and defeat sting instead mm. of just like, having actual matches with people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I mean, oh. and we'll, we'll talk about Barry in the next pay-per-view, but, like, I'll be honest with you, if you weren't paying attention, 
Like I bet in this crowd, people was like, "Oh shit!" Damn, I was like, "I couldn't pay. Game. I wasn't paying close enough attention." I was like, "Wait, is there like a dusty finish coming?" Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, like damn, then they it, show what? him standing, and I was like, "Wait, what's happening?" Yeah, yeah. Well, well also, but that's also the crack production team probably yeah. <laughs> doesn't put it together all that well either. But, but, but also, like, wait, y'all dropping balloons for the heel win? <laughs> That don't make no sense. There's streamers and all this. But yeah, anyway, Sting comes back to the ring after being, you know, bamboozled by the horseman. He comes in, he hits him with the belt and other, uh, another, I think, illegal object as well, hits a stinger splash and still has to get the kind of schoolboy pin, uh, on the small package. One, two, three, Sting retains. La, um, no, just bad match. Sid's terrible. You're not, it, okay. You, we, Probably between the two of us, we could come up with every person that has been the WCW world champion and the WCW and the WWEF world champion. We probably could come up with them. I don't know it off the top of my head, but we could probably figure it out. Um, and Sid Vicious is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the upper part of it. Like, oh shit, Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, um, well, uh, Kevin Nash is one of Kevin them. Nash. <laughs> yeah, well, I, Kevin Nash is Luthez compared to Sid Vicious. So, <laughs> so uh, I mean, like, I mean, that's not a bad Macho group of people. Man, maybe Macho, I think, did win the WCW champ. Yeah, he beat Flair because everybody does. He was world champion in WWF. Like, and Sid Vicious. Yeah, <laughs> one of these kids. But, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not like the other one. Wait, did Vader win the WWF championship? Uh, I think so. I thought he did too. You know. Yeah, I think he did. And then they jobbed Luger out of it. And then yeah. Bret Hart never got the WCW title. So, no. uh, and, and then Goldberg would have been too. Cause Goldberg won it like late in life, I believe. Yes. Goldberg won it in the WWF. Huh. Okay. I think he beat, uh, he beat somebody. I, I I know he did win it at some point, but that's it. So it's I mean it ain't Sid Vicious is the worst of the bunch of them. So yeah, that's just terrible. I don't know. I just I mm, Sid's awful. We'll come back to him in the next pay per view. But uh, on a five star scale here, what are you giving Halloween Havoc nineteen ninety? Because I got it at about a solid two stars. If it's in the Tokyo Dome four. <laughs> Um, the matches themselves that were, were actually shown, that were actually shown, I had in my head that they were better than I thought they were. I, I'll say it's better than I thought it was going to be going into it. And the mm. fact that they cut it in half yeah, only did it a favor. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. If we're on a four star scale, I would say two. Yeah, if, 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 yeah, if I had seen Junkyard Dog and Moon Dog Spot or Rex or whichever one it was, I definitely would have been deducting stars. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So that leads us to Starcade 1990 about, uh, was it October, November? Like about two months later, uh, Starcade 90 collision course. Okay. Uh, again, another freaking high school studio production with the intros, man. Just awful. I, 
just awful. Spend some money, y'all. Y'all could have been a lot better than this. Our Ricky Facts, December 6, 1990 at the, in St. Louis, Missouri at the Keel Auditorium. A lot of history there, which they tried to play up at the beginning of this and so many championships. The NWA championship has been, you know, won and lost inside this Keel Auditorium, you know, Harley Race, blah, 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 blah. And then they tell us about this tag team tournament. Uh, what is it? The Pat O'Connor. Memorial International Tournament uh, because he had most recently died and then they decided to give this tag team tournament. People, <laughs> let me tell you that this is some of the most awful shit that you will ever see <laughs> with some people that you ain't never heard of. Or, I mean, hell, we've heard of some of them, but not in this context. And them trying to put them over as this is a legitimate tag team tournament. With some graphics that are, help me out, man. This is uh, terrible. I, did you, and I'm assuming there's people. Obviously, there's people who paid to watch this show in person. Shit. But can you, if you paid for this, <laughs> you love WCW. You really, or you, or you hated them immediately after you paid for it. Yeah, this might have been your last thing because I mean, I mean, the, the tag team tournament where it was, where it was. Doomed the Road Warriors. The oh, well, they all fought, yeah, but well, they all wrestled each other. That yeah. was bad enough. Yeah, and this one, mercifully, <laughs> there's there's two matches over ten minutes. Yeah, 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 on yeah. This that, card. Yeah, and mercifully. I have it, and I have it on my notes that we aren't going to talk about the matches. We're going to kind of skip the tag team matches because none of them mean anything, except maybe to make fun of some of the the teams or whatever. <laughs> um. Our wiki facts, uh, 7,200 people in attendance at this freaking fiasco. Uh, when they say the crowd is dead, <laughs> they could use this as the freaking template for it. Because, the crowd is dead. See also Starcade 90. Yes. I mean, holy crap. Uh, yeah, my note, this is awful. Uh, gonna go through the tournament matches very quickly because none of them matter. Uh, but first, we got an all RIP match, unfortunately. Besides, it made the thing here. Bobby Heaton, Bobby Eaton, RIP 2022, uh, Z-Man 2017 here, uh, to open this pay-per-view. Bobby Eaton is a heel here, but you wouldn't know it by the crowd reception. Uh, and they said the Z-Man was on like a 30 match win streak or some shit like that. Uh, that ended. Uh, yeah, Bobby Eaton wins and not with the Alabama jam, which he hit him with. I'm like, that should have been the end of the match. And that shit went on for like another five minutes and, you know, just some, you know, bullshit roll up or whatever. First match outside of the midnight express again, Bobby Eaton, the wrestler. Amazing. Just amazing yeah. dude. He can do every single thing like his body looking like mine right now, but just as a rest, uh, in ring wrestler. Everything looks so good, so clean, so crisp. Like, dude was just amazing. And they were putting him over as like he might have been the greatest tag team wrestler of all time. You know, so that was Paul E putting him over like that too. I mean, just, uh, whatever. Yeah. But nobody really cared, but they were definitely cheering for Bobby instead of the Z Man. And I think they thought when they got the Z Man, they had got like some, they had like got one over on the WWF and got yeah. the rising star. And I just, Wikipedia is telling me he had a five-year run in WCW at this point, which Woo! is crazy. This Have guy collected a, a check. Have we uh, seen him win a match? 
Uh, outside of a tag match? No, Ooh. I haven't. I hear he's even on a 30, in a tag match. Yeah, I hear he's on a thirty team, thirty one streak. Yeah, yeah, Jim Ross be making shit up. Um, yeah, eight minutes and forty five seconds. But yeah, mm-mm. no, Z Man. The fine wrestling match to start. Yes, it's a, oh no, absolutely. And then they were like, hey, you know what? That was a good match. Match. Let's just fucking cold throw cold water all over the whole like state right now, and let's do this tag team tournament. Give us the signers, yay! You know, jingoism. Versus the <laughs> South Africans. Okay. Um, okay. Hi. Hello, fellow kids. So South Africa at the time, uh, was an apartheid nation. Uh, and, uh, they were bad how they treated the people in South Africa. And so they named their wrestlers after bad people in South Africa. <laughs> uh, so Sergeant Kruger and Colonel de Klerk, or FW de Klerk, who was president of South Africa at the time. Uh, from South Africa. I think what was it? Colonel De Beers was in the AWA as the bad yeah. South African. Yes. Yeah. After the De Beard, uh, Diamond Mines or whatever. Yeah. The match lasts is two minutes and 12 Colonel seconds. Colonel DeClerc is Flyboy Rocco Rock. Is it really? Yes. I didn't look that up. That's terrible. So his one RIP. He, he was, uh, from Compton as mm. part of the, as part of the public enemy. But then, strangely, also from South Africa. In hey, some weird I mean, way. you know, that's that's weird. Uh, he's, he's he's RIP'd, I believe. Rocco Rock, correct? And that's public. Wasn't that Public Enemies? Yeah, Public. Yeah, he's dead. I'm they were sure. kind of a different gimmick of the Nasty Boys. Yes, I mean, correct. They were hip hop Nasty Boys. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, awful white hip hop Nasty Boys. Enough said. Uh, yeah, the Steiners win, shockingly, uh, in two minutes and 12 two seconds. Minutes. Moving on. It's Ray Mysterio, not Junior, y'all. I'm assuming that's his daddy. I didn't look it up, but I'm assuming that's his daddy. And Conan, that's the Conan that we know, just younger, and in a mask, uh, versus Norman Smiley and Chris Adams, RIP, uh, from the United Kingdom. Okay. So, a couple of things. I did not know Norman Smiley was a not big wiggle motherfucker. I just thought that was him all the time. Second, I didn't know that nigga was British. Who? <laughs> yeah, I knew that. <laughs> okay, because he think came they listening from some other like British colony. Obviously, yeah, well, yeah. they made him. Yeah, they made us. Yeah. So yeah. no, he came before they gimmicked him up in the modern era. He was like he was Chris Adams' boy. I think, mm. and then they might have even had like falling out and feuded. Um, okay, yeah. Um, Ray, Ray Mysterio's botches in this match, yeah, <laughs> by yeah. far yeah. the highlight. I think at one point, does he like, or maybe it's later, but at one point in this tournament, he just goes over the top to the floor. Yes, I don't and he know hurts what himself. He was oh yeah, 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 and he hurts himself like where it comes an issue in the ne- their next match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, his his son learned better from him. I guess, yeah. uh, he, but yeah, he was all, he was all elite botches. <laughs> What's funny is that like, I've heard that Conan was like a huge wrestler in, uh, mm. Mexico. Triple A, I think was the promotion or whatever. Like, but that version of Conan and we got was, I guess old, you know, yeah. like I, that's the only thing that I could assume, you know, uh, because he was not great. He was just a dude, you know, yeah. that was like, yeah. Uh, mm, but yeah, not, not good. But yes, did uh, we get a super kick in this? I can't remember. I, 
think we got a double, but it didn't lead to a pinfall. And then, uh, yeah, uh, Chris Adams noted terrible person. Uh, <laughs> I don't think not too many people were upset when he passed away. <laughs> apparently not a gentleman. Yes, Who apparently knew? not. Yeah. I, man, there's some bad stories out there about that particular fella. And of course, Norm Smiley got pinned because. Well, we know yeah. why. Yeah, we know why. Next, uh, Saito and the great Muda from Japan defeat the royal family from New Zealand, which is Rip Morgan and Jack Victory, who ate the Jack Victory we saw in the UWF. <laughs> Wearing a Jack Victory suit. <laughs> because um that's yeah. not the same dude we saw. Um there's nothing to say about that match no. either. Five minutes no. and forty one seconds. Yeah, uh Saito and the Great Muda win. And then uh, I didn't even write it down. So two unpronounceable <laughs> Russians. Victor Zangief. Uh, not to be confused <laughs> with Zangief from Street Fighter. <laughs> And Salman Hashmikov. Yeah, versus the... Troy who? Montour and Danny yes. Johnson from but, Canada. Yeah. Come on, man. You the one thing I can say is uh, they somehow restrained themselves from a, from putting a Russian team that was the standard Red Menace. Like they, they went like the the athletic wrestling, you know, wrestling, like hardcore athletic, hardcore amateur wrestling team. That was... But this is our, this is our, this is when the Russians were not bad though. Like this uh, is the fall, yeah. like after the, yeah, the thing. True. So this is Nikolai's, the uh, Nikolai's with teaming with, with the other. Yeah. Duggan. Fair enough. Fair yeah. Enough, this yeah. is, yeah, this is after that. So we're not hating the Russians at this particular time. So yeah, they had giant to gone because like, uh, Jim Ross was putting them over and I'm like, mm, that sounds different. But now I know, I remember why too. So yeah. yeah. Geopolitics. Uh, yeah, Mac. All right. So we're done with that first. That's the first round of the tournament. So we get to match six, y'all. And I guess there'd been a feud between Terry Taylor and Michael Walshu, which is Mike Rotunda. He is now with Alexandra York, a part of the York Foundation, Alexander York, which is Terry Runnels. Um, fast forward. Uh, did not age poorly, y'all. We've had some bad moments on here. I.E. Dark Journey. <laughs> um, yeah. That didn't work out well for us. Terry <laughs> Reynolds did. So, thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he was saying that they couldn't, uh, he couldn't, you know, her computer was saying as he couldn't beat him. Uh, her Terry, word processor. Yeah, Terry Taylor in eight minutes. And so they had a match if he could beat him in eight minutes and he couldn't. And Michael Wall Street wins the match because it didn't get pinned in eight minutes or whatever. Terry Taylor, again, looks great. Has every move possible in the book. They don't even talk that much here. He's got a Ric Flair robe. He's got everything about him is Ric Flair except winning. That's yeah. pretty much it. Uh, there's no reason for him to be a job-ish type guy. and But he's going to be joining the yeah. York Foundation soon enough here, y'all. And in much the same way, I couldn't figure out why you have Buddy Landell on the roster. Like, I don't understand how you have like many Ric Flairs on the roster. It's like, it's not going to work. Oh, yeah. It, uh, again, I've seen some of that Mid-South stuff with him. I'm like, how in the world did this dude not make it? It doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. Like, he had to be a grade A asshole because <laughs> it, there was nothing about him that would be like, man, this dude's not going to make it. Good looking, great body, could talk could wrestle the hell tell me why this didn't work out 
how yeah. did you become a rooster? Like seriously? Come on, I mean, that's awful. Um, All right. Speaking speaking of Alexandra York, if, mm. did you did you watch the WWE biography on Dusty? Yes, I did. Yeah, the boy yeah. they put it. She was the heel in that, was she? Yeah, not? she was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, poor thing. She yeah. seems like a because she's been on. She's been in a bunch of the dark side episodes. Yeah, yes. I mean, comes she's in the middle as, of it. Yeah, she comes off as like. A reliable source, yeah, which is more than you could say about most people. Mostly, and, and I, yeah, and I think she was a part of the plane ride from hell ride from as hell well. Was, yeah. yeah, and look, man, trying to be a look how it's worked out for most women in that environment that were the pre diva era, like that stuff. Look how it's worked out for valets, managers, or whatever. It hasn't. Like, and we make jokes about Doug Victor and how she looks. At least she alive. Mm-hmm. Because it didn't really work out too well for a lot of the other ones. Um, because I just think that the lifestyle was just terrible then, you know, and they just couldn't survive it. So, mm, all right. And these dudes are terrible people for the most part. Say what you want about some of these other modern wrestler dudes. Uh, at least I think, you know, because of the lack of somas and other uh, debilitating, addicting pills, like I think they, you know, have a better idea of, you know, how to manage this stuff. But also they, you know, only work like 50 times a year. So it's probably a little bit easier to, you know, kind of survive the, the business when you don't have to work all that often. So anyway. All right. Match number seven, y'all. Hey, it's the return of the skyscrapers that nobody asked for at all. Nobody asked for the return of the skyscrapers, y'all. And then they wrestle who? Oh, Big Cat, which is Curtis Hughes, and the Mad City, Mad Motor City, Mad who? What? They win in a minute and some odd second. You couldn't have made that a part of the tournament, too? Say the Big Cat and them was from Canada. <laughs> Who's checking? Who's checking passports? Nobody okay. cares. Thanks. Nobody cares. Yeah, they was like, just let Sid freaking power bomb somebody. Now Sid goes from being in the Horseman in two months to not being in the Horseman and back teamed up with Spider. He's not a Horseman anymore, I don't think. No, I think you're right. Or he's is he like a Horseman associate now? But who's so who's the Horseman? Uh, is Oli technically? I a think technically, again? yeah, I think so. So Oli, Barry, um, Arn, and Rick. I think. Right. I yeah. mean, maybe Sid is still, but he nobody he didn't come to the ring with the Horseman. He didn't throw up his. I mean, he was only in there for a minute and twelve seconds. Yeah, I didn't see him throw up the the sign or whatever. Like, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I don't think so. Like, this is terrible. Crowd is completely dead for this too, and until he power bombs him, and then they go nuts. But like, yeah, bad, 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 bad. Match eight, y'all. All right, we said we'd bring it back. <clears throat> it's Tommy Rich and Ricky Morton with Robert Gibson out on crutches on a like a, a legit injury. Like that's it. We he had towards ACL or something like that, so he is out. But they had worked the angle that the Freebirds had injured him, which is why he can't wrestle. Uh, versus the Freebirds with little Richard Marley, um, mm. dressed as dressed as Robert Gibson. Yes, dressed as Robert Gibson. The Freebirds. Out with their faces painted in um, the Confederate flag, no less. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> we all tried to forget about it. <laughs> oh my god! 
Can you imagine if these dudes did this in their twenties and they was trying to find jobs? And <laughs> <laughs> I saw this YouTube video. Um, what? It becomes uh, clearer every <laughs> every time I see him. Like, why he tried to tell everybody he was Doc Hendricks? Michael Hayes? Who? No, that wasn't no, me. That wasn't me. <laughs> I wasn't even there. That was Doc uh, Hendricks. Yeah. Oh my God. So. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I, I was wondering why the face paint like makes no sense again. Where are we? Where are we now? In Chicago, makes no sense. You know, getting over as Confederates in Chicago, no, no less. They're in. They're in oh, St. Louis. Where are we? Oh, we, well, that's well. What, also, wait, not what, really, really. Yeah, not really. Yeah, <laughs> it was like fuck that. We need that Missouri compromise. Um, so yeah, free bird suck chance. Uh, I mean, the match sucks too. Like, it's just nothing good about it. Again, Tommy Rich is bad. Ricky Morton without Robert Gibson is, you know, peanut butter, no jelly. Uh, you know, the spot to end the match is, you know, uh, Michael Hayes goes up to do some move off the top rope. Robert hits him with a crutch. He bumps into Richard Marley or whatever. Richard Marley goes up to the top. They knock him off. He runs into Jimmy Garvin and, you know, he winds up getting pinned and then they turn on little Richard Marley and beat the shit out of him. To, cr- to cheers in the crowd, by the way. Oh, of course. Yeah. Because, yeah, well, God, <laughs> up in the grow some nut manners here. You know, he didn't really do anything. They grabbing, I mean, like, like choking him, like, you know, not like, oh, this is like a standard beat down there choking him. And then, you know, finally, like, at Ricky, <laughs> Ricky and then, and, uh, Tommy Rich come and make the save. Just, okay. So here's the issue. If there's of many, let's say you run that angle. And little Richard Marley gets turned on by his heel team as the manager, whatever. Wrestling would tell you, you get that lick back. <laughs> In the past, you know, this person got turned on. He finds a partner. He goes and smacks the, the heel around and beat him up, gets the lick back. I'm willing to bet some cash that that doesn't happen here. Like when yeah. we get to whatever the pay-per-view is in 1991, I feel pretty certain that we're not going to see Rocky King get a dub over Michael no. Hayes. Or Jimmy no. Yeah. How I'm awesome saying. would it have been if Doom came down and just oh, yeah, destroyed the Freebirds? <laughs> like them trying, they were like trying to run out the ring and they'd just be like grabbing by the heels and pulling yeah. back in. Yeah, oh, and, and let freaking little Richard Marley smack it, smack it. Like, I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. all you need. It doesn't need to be a lot. He just needs to be able to get, you know, over yeah. on him for a second. Something. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm betting that that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, and ironically, Doom comes out later dressed in some kind of yeah, next Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, Ricky gets the pin. Whatever. Choke six minute guy. match at least. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. We only got six minutes of the Freebirds on this. That's the best Thank part God. about Starcade. I really want to know when we're gonna get to the part that they're not on this any pay-per-view that we see that's what i'm waiting for but i don't think we're there yet uh tag team tournament semifinal y'all steiners versus the mexicans uh conan's hurt uh bad or no mysterio's hurt really bad crowd doesn't care matches over in two minutes and 51 seconds a power bomb when conan tried to do the frankensteiner and yeah. <laughs> rick steiner power bombed him and pinned him like, uh, no, that's our move 
Yeah, nope, not here in this country. Oh, speaking of, didn't didn't uh, Robert or didn't Ricky pull off like a Hurricane Rana on the outside in the match? Oh, did he? Oh, I think he I, did. I, I, I don't know okay. if it's the last one or this one, but yeah, I he mean, pulled. He, he did a, a totally not a Frankensteiner on somebody. <laughs> he was a high flyer in his well, day. I mean, yeah, it makes sense, but yeah. you can't like you can't have somebody else doing like the most yeah. over move on the show. That's fair. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was a conversation that was held in the back between two, uh, uh, Rick and, and uh, Rick and Scott, uh, Ricky yeah. and Scott, probably a conversation. Uh, let's see. Master Saito in the other semifinal and Muda, uh, versus the Russians. Zangief and. Uh, yeah, right, exactly. A whoever. dead, uh, versus a dead crowd, three minutes and 18, eight seconds. Uh, the Japanese team wins. That's it. All right. Let's get to the other parts of this here. Uh, it's Lex Luger versus Stan Hansen, y'all, uh, on the rematch from the previous thing on uh, Halloween Havoc. A- again, pretty decent match. This is a dog co- or a Texas Lariat match, though. Uh, mm-hmm. so they gimmicked it up, you know, making you believe like, Hey, wait a second. That Stan Lariat, you know, Stan Hansen, he's the master of the Lariat match. That was the one of the matches on, uh, the, wrestling game too right couldn't you do... i don't think so because they had a no. dog collar match maybe there I'm was a texas death collar. match okay yeah so you know where you have to drag them to the four corners uh to be able to win the match again it's the same match really just with you know uh a, a rope <laughs> that's basically mm. it it's the exact same match it's the hard hitting punches clotheslines stomps all of that the spot at the end is that Luger, when he was about to get to the fourth corner, uh, he bumped, uh, Pee Wee Anderson oh. and then, um, you know, Stan Hansen, you know, takes advantage of that, does the four corners thing, wins, but then the other with the new referee, but then when Pee Wee wakes up, he's like, no, 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 Luger touch matches over, new tag, new U.S. champion. Uh, again, there was no difference really in the match other than there was a rope. You got anything else? The, I mean, I guess this was like, hey, Stan, can we get some dates? Uh, yeah. What belt are you going to give me? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who wants to lose the Stan? Western Hansen? States Heritage. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. U.S. Yeah. title? Yeah. Okay. I, I would imagine less than 24 hours later, he was back in Japan. Yeah. I would also <laughs> imagine this is probably the worst couple months of Lex Luger's life. Mm. Having to work with Stan Hansen over yes. an extended I period. Mean, yeah, I don't I know mean, if they did house shows too, but like, yeah. I mean, it's clubbering. Man, yeah. it's like real work there. I mean, he's hitting and laying it in, as they say. Uh, yeah. but yeah, it's probably not fun. And again, who know? Who knows what kind of person Stan Hansen is or was based on his character or whatever? But chances are, probably not a great guy. Um, <laughs> it would indicate that he was probably not a good person. But who who knows? You know. Oh, I, I was watching that match and I was thinking when I found out he was alive, uh, Stan Hansen, MAGA, not MAGA. Oh, I was going to ask you if you went to his ex account. I was curious to see like, Oh, he has it, one. I'm yes. assuming or some of his social media. I, I was, I was assuming MAGA. Oh, but. Ooh, nah, I am super curious. He has a freaking Twitter account. I thought so. Oh boy. Hold on. I, as I'm looking this up, uh, I'm like, every time I hear Cornette talking about Stan Lane, he's like, oh, he's 70 years old. And I'm just like, 
and you know, I work Cornette's politics lie. I'm like, shoot, is I'm staying uh, lane, Mac or not Mac? I'm kind of curious. Uh, in Florida. See. Yeah, that's that's not a good sign. Uh, I didn't see anything about him. He doesn't really have one, I don't think. I don't think so. All right. All right, yeah. I, I, if he did and he said something ridiculous, I, we would have heard about it, I think, probably. But that might de- devote some more research. All right, let's see. Our next match, y'all, Doom and Arn Anderson. Or excuse me. Yeah, Doom versus Arn Anderson and Barry Wendell uh, in a street fight. Um, so we come back to this. Brother Beavers alluded to it. Okay, so you got the, you know, the good old country redneck boys, you know, wrestling against blackies. Um, the blackies is dressed like freaking coos too. Had <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, cowboy boots. Like, and... I don't, I don't think they knew what it was a street fight. Like, I don't <laughs> know what street they like. This street ain't got no gravel, nigga. It's all dirt. Cause they, they just fought on any street. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, mm, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't get that part of it. It's a good, I mean, as a street fight goes, it, uh, you have something that we probably had to recognize too. Um, one, Butchery's a really good wrestler. Doesn't <laughs> matter the, uh, doesn't matter the genre or whatever. Like you can wrestle any kind of match, but so is freaking, uh, I'm forgetting his name right now. Uh, Ron Simmons. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, and, and really getting young better. And yeah. getting, yeah, you could really, really tell. Arn, one of the best, and Barry, literally one of the best. Yeah. So, and this, this is in shape, Barry Wyndham. I, we didn't get a lot of that. But yeah. dude was like, he'd been to the gym. He'd been working out. I mean, he was in good shape, and everything looks good. Like, mm-hmm. man, he picked up one of them on, like, a belly-to-back suplex, and his DDT was a pretty amazing, too. I was like, um... What? Even Barry's like body slams are amazing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, he's man, great. He's amazing in this. And I was also like chaps in a street fight. All right, brother. Um, but, whatever you say. <laughs> but it was kind of seven minutes of trash with a screwball yeah. ending. So. Yeah, it, it did. Yeah. I mean, uh, hi, hi, kids. Uh, don't be whipping black folks with belts on shows. I don't care what kind of match it is. It's not a good look. Uh, everybody gets busted open in this too, by the way. Uh, so we got blood everywhere for this match, which I guess would have been appropriate. Um, you know, but again, the crowd is cheering for the horsemen. The horsemen are baby faces in these situations. Doesn't matter. I, it, I, I think it does matter because of who they're wrestling, but yeah. the horsemen are baby faces here. Well, I mean, they're the biggest stars. The, the name for horsemen is the biggest yeah. thing in WCW at this point. Yeah. The, the sting in the four horsemen is really all that. And the Steiners is really all they have. Yeah. And, so. and you know, but I, you know, and I think their ability or their attempt to try to put other people over is stymied when you do fight, fight off double count outs. Right. And, and they're not like getting this. anybody. Yeah, they're not putting anybody over. Right. You're not but. putting them over. So if you're not going to put them over, then what's the point? Which is kind of funny because I just heard this story because of. Not that much long ago because of the 25th anniversary of the NWO or 20, something like that. And I think it was Bischoff that was talking about, you know, y'all never let people get the whatever on the NWO. 
Like that 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 was Flair's biggest beef. It was like y'all are beating our asses and and spray painting us and doing all these things. When are we going to get over? It's the you know you're supposed to, and you never did, and you just yeah. allowed them to do whatever, and it never like went itself back like to a wrestling angle where the bad guys finally got conquered by the good guys. It just never did, and so this is that same situation. Yeah. Like if you're trying to put this over, you need to put Doom over because they're uh, you know they need to get put over, and you're not going to do it. So. Yeah, because uh, then eventually the fans are like, well, these apparently these guys suck. They're never going to get suck. over, yeah, and I don't never... like the new guys. So yeah, fuck this exactly. whole thing. Yep. Yeah. Get me another Four Horsemen T-shirt. Sorry. And then I... the the line here was it was supposed to be Flair, supposed to be remade from last time. Yeah. Flair could Flair couldn't compete, or was yes. he hurt? Or a, a limo. He was hurt in an accident in a limo or some sort, yeah. and he couldn't go. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, the final of the tag team tournament is the Steiners versus Muda and Saito. Um, you could have just did this match. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and saved, I don't know, what, 15, 20 minutes on the pay-per-view? Yeah. Because this was a fine enough tag team match. You got four people yeah. that could work. You know, it's jingoism for sure. They Jim could Ross. have pre-taped the other rest of it and just yeah. had the finals on the pay-per-view. Yep. But. Then they were uh, like, well, we don't have any other matches. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, so they were like, well, let's get our jingoism in because WWF does it every pay-per-view. And of Jim Ross is out of control. You know, these are American-made, yeah. not Japanese-made. Yeah, they yeah. was so subdued up to this point, and then they mm. just went off. It yeah. was America all over. Yeah. I was yeah. like, damn, this they're actually – they're oh, no. Oh, yeah, there here we is. go. Yeah. yeah, there it is. Sorry about that, buddy. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I get my notes. Muda is awesome. Awesome. Uh, that spike pile driver looked very real. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, Paulie probably said it's over. Like every time the, like, yeah. what? Well, it's over. It's over. He kept saying that uh, time and time and again. Uh, and then this is an illegal sunset flip for the win too. It's an illegal tag. Like he's not in the corner. He doesn't have the tag rope. He like just tags that cotton when he gets turned into the ropes and then he goes into the, you know, uh, to the top rope and then does the sunset flip for the win. 10 minutes, 52 seconds. Okay. Whatever. I mean, again, they win. They win a tournament. Yay. They go in the back. There's freaking the worst production ever. Jim heard back there with some terrible fireworks and some ladies that look like they're from freaking St. Louis in 1990. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Hi. Hello, fellow kids. We know what Midwestern white women look like. <laughs> 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 Trust us, we we definitely have that. We got that uh, corner locked down. You know what Midwestern hot means? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, we definitely know what that is. Oh my god, corn fed. All right, y'all. The main event is uh, Sting versus the Black Scorpion, bringing this ridiculous angle to its <laughs> ultimate conclusion. Uh, it's awful. Dick the Bruiser, R.I.P. Nineteen ninety one is the guest referee here. Okay, so I know he might have been over in black and white television. Day. <laughs> How that's in the why world? He wore the uniform. He's <laughs> <laughs> in a concentration camp. Like seriously, man. Like what? What? Why? Who? Shit! He died a year after this. Yeah, well, I was. I was probably kill him here anyway. Kill his career, or whatever was left of it. This is terrible. Like, he yeah. shouldn't have been there. He couldn't move. By the way, when you get to the end, spoiler alert, it's a four count. <sighs> Go back and watch it. He counts to four. So, um, it's bad. 
just bad. But the the spaceship comes down to start. Yes, right? yeah. Well, there's the scor the the clone scorpions come out first. Oh. Wikipedia is like, and it's never been revealed who they actually were. Like, because nobody cared. Yeah. Like, who cares? So yeah, the spaceship comes. We have the voiceover. You know, it it's from somebody from Sting's past. I like the graphic though, what they showed, like, you know, cause they were showing like people's like back of their bubblegum yeah. cars and it was just like unknown, 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 unknown. It's <laughs> dying. And so we get this version of the black scorpion who looks like, you know, racer X Cyclops with his mask on, you know, I was like, Oh, okay. Now spoiling alert to the end of like who this person is. Uh, we know who it is now. Spoiler alert. We must give that person some credit because he wrestled a match that looks nothing like the matches that yeah. he wrestled. You, if you didn't know, you wouldn't know until the end. Like yeah. seriously, there's maybe like one one of the punches mm. is sort of the classic. I've got you down, fist hand on the chin. Yeah, you know, that punch. Right. But yeah, no, he that and that was the worst. It was the best part of it, and it was yeah. the worst part of it. Because yeah, because it made, it made super the match awful. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he couldn't do anything. He could. He did none of his stuff. Yeah, it was, yeah, that was that was that was pretty impressive. Yeah, I, I mean, I, you can't imagine how difficult to, for him to not revert to muscle memory, right? To just do his shit, right? Like that to me is incredible. I was like, he get deserves all the credit in the world for not just falling into it. And then people recognizing it and calling bullshit. So yeah, I, I thought that part was really, really cool. The rest of the match is absolutely terrible. Long, terrible, terrible. Unwatchable. Yes. There's nothing that happens. Yep. It's nothing happens at all. It's in a cage, by the way. Uh, if we didn't say that from before, I'm assuming to keep out the other, who Freaking, I think they yeah. got in anyway. Yes, who got in anyway. Um, and so yeah, so we get north towards the end. The crowd is completely dead by this because nobody cares about who this was until you get to the end. Um, and then when we do finally get to it, you know, when he does take off the mask before the match ends, I always got a second mask underneath. <laughs> you start to see the hair sticking out at that yeah, point. Yeah, at that point, then it's starting to get and he maybe this is Flair, like he's you know, not he's not Spartacus yet, but I think the attempt to call him Spartacus was happening. So I think his hair was actually cut. Um, and my, my other note says, Hey, did you know that Dick the Bruiser played for the Green Bay Packers? Because Jim <laughs> Ross does. And he told us about it like 15 <laughs> times. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah. So I mean, that's basically it. And there's a run in and you know, the horsemen get in there along with the other scorpions and they start beating up on Sting and then he somehow gets out of this and he gets the pinfall on a four count. And then there's heat afterwards and he gets the mask off and it's Ric Flair. Oh my God. All the horsemen are here, but it's making me think it might be one of the horsemen is the line that Jim Ross stated. Terrible. Terrible. Makes the Sid match look like five stars, seven <laughs> stars in the Tokyo Dome. Office. Awful. Awful. This is terrible. This is bad as a bad ending to a bad angle. There, there's a line in the Wikipedia page where, <laughs> according to Flair, it would have been either him or Barry, and Flair volunteered because he figured the gimmick wouldn't hurt him. <laughs> 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 uh, 
And honestly, he's not wrong. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, he's essentially untouchable at this point. You know, can't really do no wrong. But has, that has being there said, been, has there been a, yeah. <laughs> has there been a run where Ric Flair was repeatedly unable to win the belt back from Sting such that they had to revert, resort to this, like, yeah. this yeah, whole I, shenanigan? Yeah. No. I, I know. I don't yeah, even, I don't, if they had a return match, it was on Clash of the Champions or something. Yeah. I mean, and again, it, uh, you know, eventually, you know, you know, he's going to leave here soon enough. He's going to, he would have gotten the belt back anyway. So why go through all of this? Like, it just seems so dumb. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I have to find a podcast or something that talks about it more specifically, but I remember this being reviled yeah. <laughs> when it yeah. happened. Wasn't watching it this time. Definitely yeah. not, but. I remember hearing about it or reading about it and being like, man, that sounds kind of stupid. And to see it play out. It definitely was stupid. It was definitely stupid. So, yeah, Sting wins. He's the world champ. And that ends 1990, y'all. So we have gone through 89 and 90 on our lookbacks. And we get to turn the clock uh to 1991. And I think this, by the way, is 1831. 18 minutes of that crap. So, yeah, oh. all right. Awful. So we get to turn the clock. And so as Brother Beavis gets to pull up the first pay-per-view in 1991, which is WWF, although I don't remember the which one. So it's got Royal Rumble. That's one of the worst ones. All right. So Hogan has to win. Um, It's 1991. (laughs) Um, So mm, what are the other matches? That's not Rockers versus the Orient Express. Yep, jingoism match. Uh, Jerry Sags and Sam Houston as a dark match. Mm, okay, yeah. What's Sam Houston over there? The okay. Barbarian and Big Boss Man. Mm, terrible. Uh, Ultimate Warrior and Sergeant Slaughter for the WWF Championship. I think we concluded that this is where Sars wins the belt. Yeah. Uh, out of nowhere. For the- I won't. I won't randomize the order of these competitors to try and throw you off. I think you know yeah. who wins. The Mountie yeah. versus Coco Beware. Mm, yeah, that might be our watch alone. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's nine minutes. Ugh, uh, yeah, I know how that turns out. Yeah. So he got, he, I think we've only uh, seen squashes otherwise. Yeah. Uh, DiBiase and Virgil versus Dusty and Dustin. Mm, that's interesting. I, I, might, I uh, Thought Dusty, that might be a good watch on, but I was also thinking Dusty was gone, but I guess not. I think oh. this might be the last Dusty. No, I think he said, because he makes it to, no, he makes it to WrestleMania, which would be in April-ish. So I think he makes it there. I think uh, he does. But I don't ever remember Dusty being outside of being gold dust. I don't remember Dustin being in the WWF without Dusty. No, because, well, no, that's the next Royal Rumble. Sorry. After Royal Rumble's WrestleMania. God, WrestleManias are so long. Yeah, and bad. And bad. <laughs> and now they're two nights. Yay! I don't see him on here. Oh, okay. So, my, yeah, maybe this is it then. Okay. I could also just not be looking close enough. Um, so that's the last match, and then the Royal Rumble match is an hour and five minutes long. Mm-hmm. Um, Shane Douglas you. is in it. Oh, okay. Not for um, long. Yeah, the Nasty Boys, 
Um, Dean Douglas, I think, is his gimmick at yeah. some point in time when he gets there. One of his runs. Uh, other than that, I think it's their old... Oh, Saba Simba is in it. That's Tony Atlas. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, no comment. But other than that, most of the people we're used to seeing. Awful. Okay. Yeah, looks like a particularly shitty one. Yeah, just like every other. The WWE one we watched, the first one we watched, wasn't that bad until Hogan got in. Yeah, like well, the first two thirds of it were fine. And yeah, because he kept got throwing in. people out, and then he got eliminated, and then eliminated people while he was eliminated. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I remember yeah. that. Okay, so that's Royal Rumble '91. Making a note. Uh, okay, and so what's the next WCW pay per view? So they had two pay per views in less than three months. So I wonder how many t- much time they took out. Was it the Bunkhouse Stampede? Wrestle War in February. Wrestle War. Mm. Um, Those never work out. What, oh, <laughs> Eddie Guerrero and Ultraman defeated Broody Boy and Wuchal. Who's Ultraman? I know who Ultraman is. But I'm pretty sure that character. Ultraman is. We've not. Okay, some random person. We've not heard of him by any other names that I can okay. see. Okay. Uh, that's a dark match. Then we have Ricky Morton, Tommy Rich, and Junkyard Dog defeat Big Cat and the State Patrol. Whoa. Yikes. And that's for. Oh, that's. So at that point, Ricky Morton, Tommy Rich, and Junkyard Dog are the six man champions. Oh! I'm glad to know the trio's belt was still around. Bobby Eaton and Brad Armstrong. That's probably mm-hmm. worth a watch. Twelve minutes. Not worth. Oh, uh, they're oh against each other. I yeah. thought you were saying they were tag team wrestling. That's a great tag team. Okay, yeah, that that's probably worth a watch along. Yeah, Itsuki Yamazaki and Mama Kitamura defeated. Oh, this is is this the one where they teamed up with all Japan or something? Maybe not. Versus Miki Honda and Miss A. That looks what? like a woman's Japanese tag team. I Dustin wonder- Rose, Buddy Landell, the Young Pistols. Wait, what? Which is formerly so, the Southern Boys. Okay, so hold up though. So in February of 91, Dustin Rose wrestled in the Royal Rumble, but also in February of 91, he wrestled in Wrestle War? It would appear to be the case, yes. Okay, so Dusty's definitely gone. Take my boy with me. Yeah. Okay. Damn. Uh, the Young Pistols are no no longer the Wild Eyed Southern Boys. They're the Young Pistols mm, versus the Royal Family. Wait, who that? Jack Victory. Oh, those Morgan. dudes. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Terry Taylor now with Alexander York, so he's in the York Terrence. Foundation now. Terrence Taylor, yes. Yeah, uh, uh, versus the Z Man. I know who's losing that one. Vader versus Hanson. Hmm. So Stan Hansen is, I mean, again, is three months in between these, so he could have been yeah. in Japan a couple of times. But that, how long is that? Uh, six minutes. That might be the watch along. That's got to be some hitting. Luger okay. versus Spivey. Ugh, nope. <laughs> the fabulous Freebirds with, with Big Daddy Dink, who is Oliver Humperdink, and Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, against Doom, you're not going to want to see the outcome of that. Come on, son. You're not. Is it for the championship? It is. You're not. You're not. I'm knocking things over. 
<laughs> I'm ready to knock things over. The question is, do they have Confederate flags on their faces? I don't. I don't yet. know. Okay, I'm going. Uh, okay, okay, but put a not a go through the rest of this. We're gonna put a pin a little bit in that. That's gonna tell me. I'm assuming that Butch Reed is leaving. So we have to go to the next pay per view. I'm thinking Butch Reed is gonna depart. That's why that happens. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish the card. Uh, the four horsemen: Ric Flair, Barry Windham, and Sid Vicious, and Larry Zabisco so, with Arn Anderson. I don't know exactly what's going on there. Arn must have been hurt. Mm. Defeated. Oh, versus Sting, Brian Pillman, and the Steiner brothers in a war games match. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that that's not bad. I, I, that's not a that's a good combination of folks. I, I could I could live with that. Okay, go to the next WW WCW pay per view because there's no way that they lost to the Freebirds on purpose. WCW New Japan Pro Wrestling. Ugh. Uh, so if they're all wrestling no Japanese folks, then that ain't no, it. Then. Big Van Vader and Crusher Bam Bam Bigelow versus mm. Ron Simmons and Butch Reed. No. Oh, in a dark match for some mm. reason. Mm. Okay. Now, then don't don't read me anymore. I'm still pissed off now. We're never going to get oh, rid of Freebirds. And then Super Brawl, it's Ron Simmons versus Butch Reed. There we go. So something's happening there. Okay. Maybe they're laying the foundations of the, the heel turn. But and well, we don't even have to do them now. We did the most interesting part. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. We saved ourselves from having to watch the Royal Rumble. Oh, yay. Yay. Double up all these things for sure. No, that's too long. It's fine. All right, y'all. So, yeah, so we'll be back for the Royal Rumble of 1991. We've moved into the 1990s pretty deep here now, I would say, for us. And we got two pay-per-views coming up in February of 91. So we'll get through those as we go through this series. Again, this has been fun. I like watching some of this crap because I really realize why I stopped watching it. It's much like our cartoon show. Well, plus, we would like, add to we would add to pay to watch this too. So that's, there's that, yeah, so. but also, yeah, I know right now, like people are like, "Oh no, I went to freaking Buffalo Wild Wings. I watched the paper and people are like, what? That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> they, did they charge you to walk in the door? No, they just had it on. What? So anyway, but yeah, so we'll we'll be back with that, and then again, we'll be coming back with our cartoons and serial show here. Uh, you know, coming up soon for the show that mm, we love you. Lab. We love you, Sandman. <laughs> but you, you definitely took us took us to a place that we didn't think we was going. But we'll leave it at that. So as the WCW Saturday Night Music plays us out on the podcast version. I'm producer and I'm signing off. Go ahead and sign off, Brother Beavis. All right, see you next year, 1991. Yeah, 1991. We didn't do the December of ninety. I'm I'm home for sure. Like I'm back in the '97. December 20th or whatever it was. I'm definitely home. That's like I pretty much always got around out like that the 15th ish or so. So I'm yeah. definitely home. But I don't think that we was like, hey, let's go watch the WCW pay per view. I'm certain we were not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was not on the agenda. So, hmm, Lord. All right, we'll see everybody next time. Peace, everybody. Yep. Yeah.